Hello, deadly people. Welcome to Rising, Thriving, and Vibing podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Tipwin, a digital creator, entrepreneur, and a deadly auntie. This show is about healing, humor, and deadly vibes. Here to rise, thrive, and vibe together. Hello, friends. I'm glad you're back for your weekly dose of deadliness. I'm all set up at my desk. I have my phone charging, my water with me, my two notebooks. And it's also 8.47 p.m. at night. So I'm a little bit late on my podcast, but I kind of procrastinated and went grocery shopping before I was going to start recording. So that's why it took me long to start recording now. But here we are. We're going to get to it. I know that I can do it. Nah, just kidding. I have my Cree jar with me, the last of all of the Cree themes. I'm so excited to finish these Cree themes and move on to the next ones. So, what's today's episode about? Y'all, this is the 50th episode of my podcast. Y'all, I made it to 50 podcast episodes. You know how exciting that is and how proud I am? And how much consistency and work it takes to even keep going with a podcast? Like, what the fuck? I'm almost at a year of podcasting, but damn. This is the 50th episode. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about healing as an adult from sexual abuse. 10 things that helped me in my healing journey. And this week's Cree theme is body parts. This is the last word of the Cree themes. So stay tuned till the ending segment to find out what Cree word of the week is. Updates. Y'all, this month is one year of being on Twitch. One year of playing Fortnite. A year ago, I didn't even know how to play Fortnite. I didn't even know how to work the controller or what the settings were at all. And I'm at my one year mark of being on Twitch as a streamer and gaming out to Fortnite as a noob. And now I know how to build, I know how to edit. Am I the greatest? No. But I'm still trying and I am improving every time I'm gaming. So that's pretty cool. I'm enjoying the game stream life, that's for sure. This past week, I haven't been working as much because these are all the shifts that I was given for March. So that's why I haven't been working much. But I did take it as a sign to catch up on my social media. And I did get more content on my podcast page on my personal brand page Keisha Heels and also on my gaming page and I also did some cross posting as well so within that time I tried to catch up on social media I'm still a little bit behind but I did as much as I could so I'm glad I got that taken care of but since I'm not working as much I'm hoping more opportunities come up through social media through game stream, or just whatever I'm interested in. I know they're going to come, I just don't know when to expect them and stuff like that. 
because opportunities always come my way and I'm open for these opportunities, you know, and all that stuff. But yeah, I'm excited for this. My next update is this past weekend on Sunday, I volunteered at Indigenous Empowerment Women's Summit. And I was kind of in charge of the selfie station, selfie area. And to help like whatever vendors needed help with or if they like had questions and I had to go answer them. But that's what I was doing there. And it was pretty cool because there's so much people. Like it filled up the whole freaking area of all these women wanting to listen to all these amazing speakers talking about their story their healing and all that stuff i'm like holy shit this is like a powerful moment for everyone and at the end of the summit other people were able to share their own stories like to get up on stage and share their stories and i know what it's like to be in front of so much people your heart races you may like get a shaky voice shaky hands shaky body i don't know and sharing your story for the first time ever in front of so much people like i'm just amazed at everyone that went up and volunteered to share their story it was amazing to hear all the women of what they had to say I'm like, damn, this is like a powerful moment for everyone. So it was pretty cool. I'm glad I got to experience that. I got to meet some cool ass people. I didn't like network as much as I did compared to before. But that's just how I am now. I really just be minding my own business and say what's up every now and then and just like introduce myself if needed. And that was it for that event. It was pretty cool and good experience. My last update is I'm going to the mountains this weekend and I'm so excited. I can finally leave the city for a bit, have a little stress relief and go enjoy my time in the mountains with my sister, my cuz and my other cousin. It's just like a family trip except my sister and her snake is coming, but that's fine. I'm just excited to be there because we went on a trip like this last year. And we all enjoyed it. And it's just like us again. I'm excited to go walk around, go to my usual spots and just chill there for a bit. And just be around like beautiful scenery. Ooh, I'm so excited. Anyways, that's it for updates. Let's move on. Moving on to my most asked question. How are you healing? And if you're a first-time listener, what I mean by that is, what are you doing to take care of your mental health, either today or from this past week? For me, I'm healing by taking time away from my 9-to-5 job. Y'all, I told you how stressful it's getting and all this stuff that I'm dealing with. It's nice to also take time away. And I'm taking the time away as a sign to look into other job opportunities and all the stuff that I enjoy. With that time away, I'm posting more content. I'm being more active on my socials, which usually never happens because once I'm sucked into the 9 to 5 and just game streaming, that's all I do. 
I don't really post much, but when I do, I'm glad because I'd be lacking. I'd be lacking. I'm also healing by having a self-care weekend that's coming up. So for this coming up weekend, I'm not bringing my game. This is the first time ever I'm not going to be gaming during a weekend. And I've always brought my game with me everywhere I traveled. So I feel like time away is also going to be a self-care weekend because I'm not going to be gaming. I'm going to be enjoying my time, interacting, being with family, and all that good stuff. I know I'm going to miss my game because this is the first time I'm going to be leaving my game. So it's going to be... It's going to be an interesting time. I'll let y'all know on my next episode. Last one. I am healing by surrounding myself with good people. With good intentions. Especially when it comes to gaming. My game stream. That's my other job. After I'm done the 9 to 5, I start my game stream job. For my game stream, I try to game out with people that I enjoy being around and I don't mind being myself with them. Usually every month I get a little bit more irritated, I guess I can say, because you know, Shark Week? So when I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. Like I have the energy to game with people, sometimes I don't even have the energy to game with people and I just play solos. Or I only have the energy to talk to certain people. So I want to give a shout out to my friends that put up with my shit. Yeah, we may yell at each other or we may get quiet after we're yelling at each other. But in the end, I still appreciate you all. Because you make my game stream so much better and my gaming so much better. But also... Thank you for not getting mad when I need my space. I appreciate you all. All right, moving on to questions. So for questions, I have a list of 10 things that help me in my healing journey. But to the new listeners, I want to reintroduce myself. I'm Keisha Tipwan. I am a sexual abuse survivor mental health, sexual abuse advocate. I share my story on social media about the trauma that I went through and how I'm healing. I focus my social media, Keisha Heals, about healing and humor and healing from your trauma. I share my story through social media and then I eventually start sharing my story in person to other people. I share about my sexual abuse healing journey. I share about my sobriety from alcohol. I share about how I'm healing from my own shit. So if you hear me talking about trauma, mental health, and shit like that, I always talk about it. And I always make sure that I voice out about it and to let others know that it's okay to talk about your trauma. It's okay to heal from it. And it's okay to speak about it and to not be silent. I try to encourage those to heal from their trauma and to let them know that you are capable of healing from your trauma. And that's what I do on my platforms. 
Well, I try to. But also, each platform is different in its own way. But they do connect in a way. So for this episode, I wanted to focus on healing as an adult from sexual abuse. And if y'all know, I am a sexual abuse survivor. I survived child sexual abuse and I was also re-victimized as an adult where I'm also healing from that shit as well. I've come a long way when it comes to healing. Just 15 years ago, that's when I finally spoke out about the abuse that I went through as a kid. 15 years ago, that's when I started healing from my shit. And I had my support system there to help me get through it. So I wanted to share some of the things that helped me in my adulthood from my own healing. These are 10 things that helped me in my healing journey as a survivor of sexual abuse. Number one, this is my main thing I'm always going to recommend. Going to therapy. I went to multiple therapists because I couldn't find the one that I was comfortable sharing with. I had to keep going to a different therapist to see if I connected well with them and if we just vibed. If we didn't, I'd be like, okay, well, this isn't for me. I got to find another one. Therapy was always on and off for me. But it did help. It helped me share shit that I was silent about. And it made me open up more. And y'all might think like, I don't want to share my shit to some stranger. That's what I thought until I actually vibed with someone. I was able to share shit I couldn't even barely even talk about. And I did that by going to therapy. It was always an on and off thing. In the end, it helped a lot. Number two, kickbox. I went to kickboxing or I went to different gyms to check out kickboxing and it was so much fun. And it was also very hard. But in the end, it was always fun. I wanted to learn self-defense. I wanted to gain, like, my power. And I wanted to use it as a release technique. And it was also good for my mind and physically. Like, after every kickboxing sesh, I was tired AF. But mentally, I felt so good because I released so much shit that I just needed to let out. So maybe check it out. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe you won't. Maybe you gotta release some anger, some sadness, or whatever you need to release. I recommend it. Number three. Facing fears. I was always so scared to face my fears and one of my main fears is heights oh i am so scared of heights or i guess i was scared of heights before i was so scared of heights like i couldn't even go on rides i couldn't even do any shit like that required to go up high so i actually decided that i wanted to work through them to face my fears with heights 
I did things like driving up a mountain. That was so freaking scary. I had to be the brave one in that situation because I was driving with my mom and she's also scared of heights. So I had to be the brave one. It was just me and her and I was driving and the roads were so narrow. Like it was crazy. But I did that. I faced my fears. I went up the gondola. Now that one was scary. I had to force myself every single year to go up there and I kept crying until I didn't anymore. So I feel like me not crying, going up that gondola, like that is straight improvement. I'm just mad proud of myself with that. I went up the Calgary Tower. I remember just getting like lightheaded. I don't even know what kind of feeling, even just going down the elevator going all the way up just because I could feel like even a little bit of butterflies oh a little bit of nauseous but I did make it up so that's cool I looked down I didn't get like pictures like you know we're in that see-through uh window I'm like nah I even went on the ferris wheel I can go on the ferris wheel and be okay I went on there this past summer I was golden I didn't freak out because there was like random people in that ride with me too with my little sister but i did that shit i faced my fears so that's good it's just like part of my healing too to get out of my comfort zone with facing my fears number four practicing my communication skills if y'all know i share so much how my communication skills were shit i couldn't communicate at all like it was crazy documenting the journey through social media holy man anyways i wouldn't even share shit like my emotions my thoughts my opinions my ideas nothing or how i was feeling nothing if i wanted to not feel something i dealt with it through drinking alcohol and now i practice it by sending voice notes calling people, sharing my thoughts, my ideas, my opinions, just my emotions, my feelings, like all that shit. I'm practicing it now and it's so weird because I never did that. That wasn't normal for me. And doing it now, I'm like, what the fuck? This is actually normal? This is healthy? Anyways, that's that mind shift for me that I'm shook with. <laughs> So if you cannot communicate, you're capable of actually working your way through to communicating with others. Number five, leaving my old life behind, which included friends, environment, and influence. Now this one was a hard one because that was my lifestyle. That was my life. So toxic, unhealthy, and just not like a good place to grow in. By leaving my old lifestyle and healing and bettering myself, so much has changed for the better. It's crazy within a short period of time of how much can change for the better. So I believe... Who you surround yourself with can really show what your future is going to look like. Number six, quitting alcohol. 
I used alcohol as a coping mechanism when I didn't want to feel my shit or if I wanted to feel numb or if I just like didn't want to deal with shit. I used alcohol for that. Quitting it was probably the hard decision, but it's probably the most best decision I've made. Once I quit it, my life just turned around. And I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, big difference here. Hello? (laughs) Number seven. I started to surround myself with good people with good intentions. It took a while for me to actually be okay with making friends again. For one year, I had to like keep to myself and not bother with making any friends because I was grieving my old friends, my old life. And I had to feel my shit, especially when I couldn't use alcohol as a coping mechanism anymore. So it took me a while to surround myself with good-ass people. Because I didn't want to bother others. I didn't want others to bother me. I was traumatized from having friends because if y'all know what happened, it was a very traumatizing time with my ex-friends. They're ex-friends for a reason. But once I surrounded myself with good people, my life just like got better. It put me out of my comfort zone for sure. Number eight. I journal and meditate. So I do a bunch of healthy habits and create a routine out of it. But my routine is always on and off. In the end, I still do make healthy habits that I try to turn into my lifestyle. One of the healthy habits that stuck with me for how many years now was making my bed in the morning. Before, I did not do that at all until... I started to introduce healthy habits into my life. Now making bed is just part of my lifestyle. So I like how I start bringing stuff into my life and slowly turning it into my lifestyle instead of just having it as a habit or just quitting whenever I want to, you know, just stop. It's on and off, but I know I can make a habit into a lifestyle. Number nine. I share my story in hopes to encourage people to heal from their trauma. I started sharing it on social media. Then I found so much people that could relate to the shit that I've been through, knowing that I'm not alone too. So sharing my story also helped other people, which is cool. And it all started with social media. Then I eventually made it to in-person where I shared my story to other people. Number 10. I started to do things I enjoy and trying new things out. So it's basically just putting myself out there and experiencing what life has to offer. Whether that's putting me outside of my comfort zone, trying new things, traveling or just going up to people and introducing myself I put myself out there you know once I changed that mindset of me wanting to heal instead of just staying in that same pattern 
It made me less anxious. It changed my mindset, my perspective. And it's pretty cool because I get to do all these amazing things that I used to hold myself back from. And that is 10 things that helped me in my healing journey, healing from sexual abuse. All right, I have my Cree word of the week jar, which is body parts. It's finally the last one of the last Cree theme. Let me shake it up. Open it. All right. What is Cree word of the week? Mitawake, 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 mitawake. Ear. Mitawakaya. Mitawakaya. Ears. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but that is Cree word of the week. Mitawake. Ear. Mitawakaya. Ears. It will also change once you say my ear, your ear, my ears, your ears. That is just the general term to say ear and ears. Y'all, that is Cree word of the week. Thank you all for listening and being here. I will catch you all on next week's episode. Thank you to those that listen. I appreciate you all. If you want to stay updated, please give a follow at Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Stay deadly and I'll catch you all on the next episode.